Welcome back to the Fun Size Podcast. I am super excited for this episode because I have one of my clients who has been working with me for exactly a year and we were just texting back and forth uh, with her one year progress photos, like her transformation photos. And I'm just so proud of her and really wanted to get her on the podcast to talk about her story because I just think it's super relatable and really inspiring. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Can you first start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Like, what do you do for work? How old are you? And where do you live? Yeah, totally. Um, So I am just about to turn 31. So I'm basically, like for anyone listening, I'm 31. Um, And I live right outside of New York City um, in New Jersey. And um, for work, I work for a tech company. So um, I work in marketing for them. So that basically means that I spend most of my day now on some calls or some other way of staring at a screen, either like building PowerPoint slides or writing documents or slacking people. So um, it's a lot of screen time, just kind of your your typical office job. Awesome. So what was nutrition and fitness like for you growing up? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I when I think about my childhood, like in broad strokes, um, I was super lucky because I was generally like really active and, you know, like nutrition was not really a thing that I thought about that much, which I think is like pretty common for most kids. So um, I'm an only child, so I didn't grow up like running around with siblings, but when I was about four or five, um, I like begged my parents to enroll me in karate. I was like so interested in it. I had like seen um some people from like the local studio in our town at this like town fair and I just thought it was the coolest thing so (laughs) my parents let me start that and I ended up doing that for um between kindergarten until around eighth grade when the studio um basically moved to a different town so through that uh it was you know I was I ended up being pretty active as a kid like at least two three maybe four times a week I would do karate so a lot of like running and push-ups and sit-ups and then you learn all of the moves and stuff like that. Um, so that was generally kind of what made my childhood nice and active, which was really great. Um, food-wise, you know, I, for me, like I think because I was an active kid, most kids like don't really think about food and nutrients. They just kind of like eat whatever's in front of them and like everybody likes pizza and that kind of <laughs> thing. So I think like I, I was like mostly a normal kid with that um, and never really like struggled with my weight or body image or anything um, in my childhood, which is, you know, I feel very lucky about. Um, but I did have, you know, a pretty big part of my experience wasn't really about me, but um, my mom had an active eating disorder for a couple of years before I was born and then for a couple of years after I was born as well. So um, I think, you know, I might, I'm going to get into it a little bit. And so before I do that, I'll just say kind of as a, as a warning for anybody that might not want to hear about the details of that, just like skip ahead a couple of minutes, I guess. Um, but so my mom struggled with bulimia for about 10 years before I was born until I was around eight or nine. So huge part of her life, probably a little less than 20 years total on and off, which is just like so crazy to think about. Um, and you know, to her credit, she really, really made an effort to 
not like to actively not have me adopt the same kind of mindset and things that she was doing but kids are really observant Mm -hmm. um and so I grew up you know seeing a lot of that as a kid even if it wasn't directed towards me or towards my body so like when I was little you know it went from like oh mommy like gets sick a lot after eating you know most other grown-ups aren't like that um, to her really coming out and being very honest with me and open about it when I was more like 13, 14, kind of at the age where I could start to understand it. So, um, you know, and like, I don't say any of this to, to say any bad things about my mom. Like I love her. Like she's a wonderful human being and I'm so lucky to have her as a mom. Um, but it just, it was a part of my experience growing up was being around somebody who was struggling with that did have an impact, I think on, how I think about food and just generally speaking, like how I think about my body and other bodies. And and there's been a lot of kind of unlearning that I've had to do as an adult of some of the, uh, you know, mindset stuff that she had around food being either good or bad, nothing in between. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely impacted the way that I approached food kind of as a young adult. And I've had to be very deliberate about, um, unlearning that and not wanting to really adopt those same behaviors and that same mindset in my adult life. Yeah, that's, I feel like it's a, it's not a common thing, but I feel like it's not uncommon either um, to kind of have that experience from adults um, when you're growing up. And um, I really just want to thank you for being so open and honest about it. And I, I know that you love your mom and I know that <laughs> the relationship is good, but it does yeah. kind of play a role into how you feel about food and fitness and, and all of those things kind of moving forward. So, yeah, totally. And also like, even if it's not super common to grow up with one of your parents actually struggling with like a diagnosed eating disorder, like a lot of the kind of attitudes and mindsets around food that she had like does sort of pervade a lot of people you know like whether or not somebody's actually struggling with bulimia I think generally speaking the idea of like oh I'm being really bad today because I had dessert like that's something that I think a lot of adults just don't even question Mm -hmm. um and you know you don't have to have an active eating disorder to have attitudes that like aren't healthy so I think that probably is really common for kids even if their parents were were not struggling as much yeah I mean absolutely you pretty much hit the nail on the head because like where do we get it from right like it's (laughs) we have to have seen it or heard it from someone in order for all of us to get that way you know like it's exactly it's I don't know it is what it is but um yeah so what was like one of your biggest fears before starting the program yeah so I think related to that you know before starting the program um so I think for me as an adult I guess last year I was I was about to turn 30 at the time <laughs> that I that we met and um I I think I was struggling a bit because I really wanted to not have an unhealthy approach. I didn't want to like go on a crash diet or be really restrictive. Like I wanted to sort of be defiant of all of those attitudes and be like, I don't care what you say. Like I'm going to eat whatever I want because, you know, I'm an adult and I'm like stronger than that message (laughs) and, and, you know, kind of like defiant. Um, But I also was not happy with where I was physically 
Um, and I did want to make a change. And so for me, like it, it was a little bit of a process to realize that like, it's okay to want to get stronger, to build muscle, to get a little bit leaner. Like that doesn't mean that I have an eating disorder. That doesn't mean that I'm like going into some really unhealthy, like kind of attitude whole situation. And so, um, for me, like one of my biggest fears before actually working with you was that it was gonna be a program that was essentially really restrictive because I didn't want to find myself on a slippery slope of like all of a sudden having really unhealthy attitudes towards food and being really obsessive and, and anything like that. So that was definitely my biggest fear. Yeah, I think that's also another very common thing. I don't want to keep just saying that, but it's <laughs> it's, okay. it's like I think a lot of my clients come to me and they're just like, I don't want this to happen. Um, but I do, I just really appreciate the way that you approach the whole topic and the whole program itself. And just, you, you were totally aware in the, in the fact that like, this is what kind of happened. This is how um, you have um, grown up and, and been shaped um, by your mother's experience and how you didn't want to feel restrictive or deprived or anything like that when starting a program like this. And I was just like, yes, like that's not the point of this program. But (laughs) yeah, like I'm glad that you understand that because I think also sometimes people go into programs like this or uh, diet or anything where they're like, I just want to get to the end result and I don't really care about what I have to sacrifice uh, right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm proof of that like I I dove right into health and fitness gosh what was it now seven eight years ago and I was like that I'm like I don't care what I have to give up I want this and I don't care Mm -hmm. and I inflicted so many bad habits on myself and I don't want to see that happen to anyone else because it's it's not fun to deal with like it's it's really hard so yeah that's not like I don't want anyone to to go through the struggles that I did and so part of that is not feeling so restricted and deprived and not listening to your body so um yeah like I I just really appreciate that about you coming into this and being like this is what I want but this is also what I want and Mm. um just yeah just fucking awesome I loved it (laughs) so how did you find me though I feel like this is like the most millennial story of all stories. (laughs) (laughs) But so, um, long story short, basically I found you um, by looking at my explore page on Instagram. Um, But uh, the kind of situation that I was in at the time, so kind of similar to what I was saying before around just, I've always in my adult life, like really tried to be deliberate about like not developing unhealthy attitudes toward food or my body. I guess the way that that manifested for me in my late 20s was that I decided that I was just going to start running marathons, um, which I know is like maybe a less common thing than some <laughs> of the other things I've said because most people aren't as insane as I am. Um, but, you know, essentially I was really hungry for something to kind of like wear on my sleeve as like my body is awesome. Like I did this awesome thing that kind of had nothing to do with like what I looked like or what size I was or anything like that. And so um, I ran my first marathon in 2017. And then last year in 2019, I was registered to run my second one and I was like actively training. Um, and for whatever reason, I the first time that I ran the marathon, I did a pretty good job of like 
keeping up with strength training throughout the process. And so I would like go to the gym a lot. I would lift weights like maybe once, maybe twice a week. Um, but it was enough during marathon training to kind of keep my same level of like physical fitness and leanness while I was also like developing the endurance to run a marathon. And I did not do that well the second time around. <laughs> I think that while I was training for the second marathon, it was almost worse because I, at that point, I knew exactly how hard it was going to be. And I knew how hard I was going to work because I had done it before that I was like less inclined to keep up with strength training. Cause I was like, I have to save all of my energy for my, you know, like three hour long training run this week. So I'm going to skip the gym today. And that just turned into like four months of skipping the gym. <laughs> and so what was happening at the time when I found you was that I was training so much. I was running like, you know, 40 miles a week probably oh at the time, which is a lot for me because I'm a slow runner. So 40 miles a week is like many hours of running for me, <laughs> whereas it would be maybe less time for somebody who's faster. Um, but it was a lot. I was like active every day. I was making a huge effort to train for this marathon, but I felt like my body and like my fitness was going in the wrong direction. So I wasn't feeling good in my clothes. Like my pants were getting tighter. Like I just felt like I was losing my muscle tone and I was just like my poor body, like I'm putting it under so much pressure and I'm doing so much exercise and yet I feel like I'm gaining weight and I don't feel good about myself. Like this isn't fun. <laughs> Yeah, And so, you know, at the time I wasn't like actively researching coaches, but I was at a point where I was like, I don't really know what to do. Like I, I'm, I want help because like clearly, you know, I'm going to be able to finish the marathon and, you know, spoiler alert, like I did finish it, but like, I don't know how to keep up my fitness, I guess, in, for whatever reason. And so I was like on Instagram feeling weird about myself one night and on the explore page, I saw a picture of you and, uh, specifically it was you, I think like holding up a scale, <laughs> not a food scale, like a body weight scale. And the caption was just like, I'm done with the scale. Like I'm getting rid of my scale. Like the amount that you weigh doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't say anything about your fitness. Like it's just not a good measure of like just anything that I'm concerned with and I was like that's really cool because <laughs> you know looking at the picture I was like this woman obviously like works in fitness she's super fit herself like so for her to say that the scale is stupid is like awesome and that resonated with me and like my overall you know attitudes that I was trying to have towards food and towards not dieting and all of that um so basically I was like look if anybody is going to be able to help me in a way that feels safe to me uh, and in a way that's not going to be super obsessed about my weight and just focused more on um, like other measures of fitness than your weight like it's going to be her so I reached out to you and the rest is history I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I remember that post so vividly because it was it was such a pivotal moment for me as well to just be like this is crap like I'm not <laughs> doing this anymore and honestly like I don't I don't have my clients weigh in every week and I think it's it's more frustrating to see that number so often because it's just like 
our hormones and like everything that happens to us like even sunburn can make the weight go up on the scale it's crazy so many like so many little things can really like make that fluctuate so I'm just like this is insane we're all driving ourselves crazy and you know the moment that I ditched the scale it was just this freeing moment and I noticed that with a lot of my clients at the time I know you hadn't necessarily started just yet but once I said like let's not do the scale anymore they were all like oh my god I feel so good oh my god I feel so good like week after week (laughs) after week they like would send their pictures in and just be like I feel great I'm like yes like this is this is empowerment like this is like amazing being free and this is what it should feel like so I think it's a it's a huge huge piece can you talk a little bit about your experience in the program? Like what you like, what, what's challenging, all that good stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I think you said this before, but I've, I've stuck around with it for a year at this point. So I think clearly that means I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, so more specifically, I think especially right at the very beginning, um, when I was still, it was probably about four or five weeks where, it was after I started working with you, but before the, the marathon and those that like month right there um, was really important for me because basically what you did is you started me off with a really high carb ratio because I was running so much. and It was like exactly what my body needed. And the funny thing was that at the time, I think those first like three or four weeks, I don't know if you remember this, but I wasn't really able to like mentally handle the the strength training at the level Mm -hmm. that you were suggesting yet I was I was doing like two I think one or two days a week which was more than zero which I I was doing before but most of like my sort of progress or focus for that first couple of weeks with you was just around nutrition Mm -hmm. and within three weeks it was like like it was so visible in the photos of my body that like something was working. <laughs> like all of a sudden I was just so much leaner and you could really tell in looking at like the, the progress photos. And that was before I even really actively started strength training. Um, but anyway, so, you know, I think especially at the beginning, it really made me feel safe and made me feel comfortable with the fact that I was not going to be starving all the time. Like it was actually like, argue too much food at the beginning because I just like didn't really know how to um kind of hit the macros the way that was like I wasn't eating like six times a day (laughs) um but obviously like my body adjusted and then I was very grateful to have all of that food after a couple of days um but yeah right at the very beginning I always felt super safe and did not ever feel like I was on a diet like I was thinking about food a good amount because I was you know meal planning and trying to meal prep because I was you know had the macro targets that you gave me that I was trying to hit every day Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like I wasn't thinking about food at all but I was never starving I was like I was never hungry uh, and feeling like I couldn't eat like I would get hungry but then have another meal plan so I would eat it and I would feel great so Um, that's kind of carried throughout the entire year, even as you've made little adjustments to the amount that I'm eating kind of over the course of the year. Um, but you know, which I do want to stretch stress has (laughs) been very, very little changes throughout the course of the year. Like I think you started around maybe like just under 1900 calories and you are, a little bit over 1750 right now so it has not been a big change and when there are changes they're very 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 little and almost unnoticeable 
Oh, yeah. It actually makes me laugh when you adjust my macros because it'll be like, oh, like two fewer grams of carbs per day this week than last week. And it's just like I like don't even realize that it's different. Right. <laughs> um, which is exactly I think what should happen because then my body never gets afraid that it's like starving, you know, or that it's not getting enough food. So, yeah, absolutely. And I totally remember exactly how you started to and you were doing you had been doing so many miles of runs that I was just like there's no way in hell that I'm adding strength training to this girl's program yet because she's just gonna die like she's gonna peel over and die and I don't want that to happen so yeah I I definitely started you out slow because I knew that's what you needed and I think that's a huge piece of my program is complete customization like I'm not just gonna throw a five-day training plan at you with a meal plan and be like hey do this because it works it's like no (laughs) I've got to do it the way that you can handle and and go at your pace pretty much so um yeah and I remember once we did start implementing the strength training after your marathon like your body started making a lot of progress because it wasn't super stressed out from all those runs. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it, it's been a lot happier and like, I love running and I actually do hope to run more marathons in my future and all of that just because like there's, there's nothing like the, the ability to just like feel so proud of yourself that you just did like the most insane thing. <laughs> um, and like that feeling is addictive, <laughs> I will say, but um, I think that, you know, from here on out, like I certainly will never ignore strength training again, but also like I, I will much more focus on just getting enough steps in, but focusing on strength training. And I think my body has really, really enjoyed that. Cause like you said, it's not scared. It's not like feeling super stressed um, because running is very stressful on your body in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And the strength training just feels like a lot more, um, beneficial like there there are a lot more pros than cons with it whereas you know with running there's a lot of pros but there's also a significant number of cons yeah and just think about now like if you were to go back to running and training for marathons your body's going to be a lot more stronger and able to handle that amount of stress because of the strength strength training and you're probably going to be more likely to stick to the strength training because now you've really enforced it and made it a habit um, oh yeah especially and I know how bad it is to not do it now, yeah so. <laughs> and especially because you know now how to do it at home with just resistance bands which we're going to get to in a second um oh my gosh, so you yeah. started in September of last year of 2019 and yes. we all know quarantine hit in March yes. um so can you talk a little bit about what your experience has been like with the switch to home workouts and and what sort of challenges you've faced since quarantine yeah totally um i mean i feel like i should preface this by saying that like i am enormously privileged that like one of the harder things for me about quarantine was just oh how am i gonna work out now Mm -hmm. um so i just like i i want to make it very clear that like i recognize that this is very much like a champagne problem and that (laughs) the you know the pandemic has caused like so many challenges for people in so many ways um so that said like i have been incredibly lucky to have kept my job this whole time and to have been transitioned to working from home um and so the super weird thing is that you know working from home and not commuting it's like i have two hours back in my day 
<laughs> so in a really weird way, it's actually made um, it's made me able to be a lot more flexible with working out um, from a like a schedule perspective, which I've really enjoyed. But you're totally right that you know going from having all of the machinery at a gym and all of the different weights and being able to make so many adjustments and all the machines and all that to just like sitting in my living room with like some resistance bands that took four weeks to show up from Amazon. <laughs> so the first <laughs> month it was just like body weight stuff. Um, that, that was a huge challenge. And I really like the machines at the gym. Like there's something really satisfying about like pressing like over a hundred pounds and stuff like that. Of so, course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so moving to just body weight stuff, like, like body weight workouts, always feel harder for me than machine workouts even if I'm doing like really high weights on machines so I think mentally I was just like I was just like in a bad mood about having to transition out of the gym um but you know the variety that you've helped me figure out with the combination of resistance bands and body weight stuff um has been really good I don't even want to think about what shape my body would be in without you from these past six months like it's I I literally have no idea what I would have done without you (laughs) well I'm so glad that (laughs) you were there um but yeah like so to if we really think about it it's six months that you had the gym and six months that you didn't and you yeah. still made a shit ton of progress in those six months. Like, <laughs> I I would be willing to bet you made even more progress in those six months, in the last six months. Wild. It's so wild. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people are like, oh, like, I don't have the gym. I'm not going to make progress. But that's not true at all. Like, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And you, you helped keep up my will because you showed me that it's possible. And I think if it was... Like, I think another thing is honestly just the mental energy of having to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like it is like you are a professional in Serena. So like, like it is so much better for me to be able to just follow the instructions you give me instead of me having to do all of this like internet research about like putting a program together for myself and like not having any idea what equipment is worth buying. Like, it's just been so amazing to have that guidance from you. Right. Um, like this doesn't have yeah. to be fucking blues clues or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like out here in the wilderness. Like <laughs> I have I have an expert here to just help guide me. And that doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's still a lot of work because I'm the one who has to do the workouts. But mm-hmm. the mental energy around figuring out what to do is is just so much better with you. Yeah, absolutely. It takes like half of the work out of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, what have your results looked like for you? Yeah. So the funny thing is, um, like before we got on the phone today, I was thinking, I was going to say something around like, oh, it's, you know, they've been like really subtle day to day, but like shocking from beginning to end. Like, and I think that that's another testament to the fact that I felt so safe and my body has felt so safe this whole time that it's responded really well. And I've been able to just continually make progress. Like it doesn't feel like I've plateaued at all, um, which is crazy to think. Cause like what other program over the course of a year could you think that? like you would never hear that about like a crash diet, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, my results have been awesome. I think, you know, one thing I forgot to mention that was 
part of the the initial reason for reaching out to you too is that I was engaged at the time. Um, and so I was, in addition to feeling like the marathon wasn't doing great things for my physical fitness, my like muscle tone specifically, I also had in the back of my mind, like the idea of my wedding coming up and wanting to like feel really good about myself and really good in pictures and all of that kind of all of that anxiety that I think is another really common thing. Um, so that was kind of the reason for more of like the aesthetic goals that I had. Um, but my results have just been kind of, it's, it's like I've sort of consistently been hiking up a mountain that's like not very steep and like you don't even realize maybe that you're walking at an incline, but over the course of a year, you've climbed like a crazy amount of altitude. Such <laughs> like a good that's metaphor. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of how I would describe it. So um, right before we started chatting today, you sent me an updated like kind of left and right comparison of where I was a year ago versus where I was literally this morning when I sent you progress photos. And by the way, this morning I was like feeling kind of bloated and to be incredibly honest, like I have not hit all of my workout and food goals for the past couple of weeks because I got married two weeks ago and it's been kind of a hard road to get back into my routine. <laughs> so I wasn't even feeling like particularly good about my body this morning when I took those pictures, but objectively speaking, I think I've lost something between like 10 and 12 inches total, like across the different mm -hmm. ways that you measure your body. And it's just like, I, it's just shocking to me, like how much leaner I look. And, um, you know, it, I don't, it's, it's hard to say, like, I want my focus and my priorities to first be about how I feel. Mm -hmm. and I think that's true of most people. Um, versus just how I look. But I think because the progress has been really slow, I'm very used to feeling the way I feel in my body now. So I almost don't even remember what it was like to, to feel uncomfortable in my body. But I think that's such a testament to, to the program um, is that I feel really good day to day. And the photos are really what kind of shocks me into believing like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I have come an incredibly far away and like I don't even remember what it was like to be in that you know in that mindset and to feel the way it looks like I felt at the time in those pictures yeah totally and pictures are they really do tell a, mil a thousand words like it's it's truly incredible and I know that there's some weeks where like you compare you know few weeks side by side and you're like oh it doesn't look like anything's happening but yeah it really does add up over time and um yeah so you were supposed to get married in May right May 30th yes and then yes. that got postponed and yeah. so you just got married two <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> yeah so um yeah so initially I guess I you know we started working together in September 2019 my initial timeline for kind of wanting to get fitter was around nine months because I was thinking towards the very end of May which is when my wedding was scheduled for um obviously because of COVID that did not happen and um you know the process of having to cancel and postpone and reschedule a wedding in itself is like unbelievably stressful and crazy mm -hmm. and so we are still planning to have our kind of what we call our big wedding so to speak <laughs> um right now it's tentatively scheduled for may 2021 but who the heck knows if the world is going to be in a place where it's going to be safe to have an event like that um at the time so 
well, I'll believe it when I, when I see it. <laughs> um, but basically, my fiance and I, you know, been together five years, and we just really wanted to be married. And we realized about a month ago, um, in August of 2020, we realized that our fifth anniversary together, September 12th, was a Saturday, and so we were able to schedule a super, super small ceremony with just for families. Everybody was wearing masks in the church. And then we did a little like backyard, socially distanced celebration, so to speak afterwards. Um, and it was super magical. And I felt really great about myself in my body at the time. Um, but I didn't wear the dress, you know, that I've been thinking about this whole time. We're saving that for whenever it's safe. So now I'm just like, how lean can I get, you know, mm-hmm. like how much, pro- how much more progress can I make? It's kind of all good. Like, I feel like I already feel really good about myself, but I still would love to get leaner and to, you know, ditch some more body fat and all of that. Um, and we'll just see what else can happen by the time the, the big wedding happens, whatever that is. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so sure it will. And I'm sure that you've seen now that like you have proved to yourself that you have, the ability to make the changes in your body and if you just stick with it and keep being consistent and keep getting back on track when those times come and you do fall off track because it happens Mm -hmm. that's life um but if you just keep going like look how much success you can have it's so true yeah so what are like three of your top favorite things about working with me Oh my gosh, it's so hard to like identify three things. I know. That's why I'm like, all right, three things instead of one because that's too much pressure. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think like you definitely touched on this, but one thing to start out with is that um, you are very responsive to like the things that I like when it comes to food, when it comes to working out. So, um, like you said, you're not just like giving me a program that has nothing to do with me as a person and making me follow it. So kind of some specific examples of that, you know, there is cardio, um, on a couple of days per week and, and more recently specifically, you've, um, just really had me do running as my cardio because you know that I like it. (laughs) And, um, one other thing, this is going back to last year now, but before, I started tracking macros against targets that you gave me. I think for, maybe it was a week, maybe it was only like four or five days, but for a couple of days, you had me just track all of the food that I was eating Mm -hmm. just to like show you what I was eating basically. And then you helped me put together a meal plan against the macros that you gave and it was so cute because the meal plan that you put together like actually included a bunch of the foods that I had eaten the previous week kind of as as a way of showing me that I could still like eat things that I enjoy and just make sure that it's in the proportions that end up hitting the macros and that was just like so awesome because I was like oh this is fine like this is not a diet at all this is just like measuring out to make sure I'm also getting enough protein but I can still like have my cereal that I'm obsessed with (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's it's so true and it's that's exactly how I like to start everyone is kind of just um obviously like what's necessary is to get a good understanding of how much you're actually eating so then I know how much to actually um set as targets for you because if you're eating like a thousand calories and I'm like oh for your height and your body weight you should be eating 1500 what's going to happen is that person is going to gain weight even though mm. their set 
calorie goal might be more like 1500. Um, so I really have to look at where you are currently at. And that's the biggest reason for me to say like, Hey, track your food. Um, but then it's also that opportunity for me to see what it is that you like and what your habits are and like your eating patterns are so that I could help you take those habits and those patterns and those things that you like and put it in a way that fits those macros so that that was like magical when you did that mm -hmm. like it was and I was not expecting that either like I don't think that you necessarily told me that you were gonna do that I I, I usually don't plan together (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it was such a nice surprise I was just like almost like a relief to look at the meal plan and be like oh okay like this has the stuff that I like like she Mm -hmm. she saw what I like so it was amazing yeah I don't do that I don't tell you that because (laughs) I'm so afraid of someone being like oh, okay, then I'm going to throw everything I like in one meal plan and hope to God that she puts everything (laughs) in there. And then after that, what happens is you get so bored of those things that you have nothing else that you like and you can't change it. So So I'm like, okay, no, we're just going to go off of what your current likes are. Um, Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then I think also if if I explain like why I am doing or asking you to do those things, like they're, they're almost like I almost put too much pressure on you to like pick the right things and I'm not necessarily looking for that like I just want a really good um, like piece of data in a sense to kind of view and just mold but yeah so that's one thing yeah um okay so another thing so this is a little bit less relevant in this time of COVID but you know where like I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of, of light at the end of the tunnel is that um, for the six months before COVID hit, one thing that you helped me out with at least two or three times a month was I would text you like a menu at a restaurant that I was going to and you would just tell me what to order. That's like my <laughs> and favorite it was, thing. It was amazing. I know. <laughs> and I know you love that. So I know that that's why I'm bringing it up. But honestly, like, I think that's another testament to the fact that it is so like realistic and doable because you know with the extra help from you of just making the right decisions at a restaurant and like also by the way like you did not tell me to order like a house salad (laughs) (laughs) it was like a real entree (laughs) like on the real menu so it was not like a, a diet choice so to speak but it just it took the pressure off um and I felt so prepared to go in and order and I was still able to like socialize with my friends and enjoy like an amazing restaurant meal and just have nothing to do in my mind with beating myself up over it it was it was just it was amazing yeah there's no guilt there's no second guessing and it just it's I don't know it takes the work out of it right yeah yeah and that's like if if it hasn't been clear so far like that's a really big thing for me because I feel like I always have a lot in my mind and so you know, wanting to prioritize my fitness is a big goal of mine, but sometimes you just don't have the mental bandwidth mm-hmm. and it's just been so amazing to, to have you help out with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally yeah. like my favorite thing to like get a menu and <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, like what it? would I order? <laughs> my client from totally. overseas, she sends me uh, menus all the time and I'm like, oh man, I want to go to all these places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> too funny. Okay. So what's oh, lucky number three? Yeah. So I think the last thing, um, you mentioned this a little bit, but I think the, the last thing that I would highlight is just that there have been a 
bunch of times in the past year where I have like fully fallen off the bandwagon for like one or two or three or four days. <laughs> and I think in the past before working with you, like, cause that happens, like everybody's human and you know, it's, I'll be traveling or I'll be with my family and just unable to like perfectly measure out food and do all of the workouts and all of that. Um, or I'm just like kind of not feeling it on a day and like, I think that's, that's okay too. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it, and so, um, previously, you know, before working with you, that would have happened because it happens to everyone. And then I think I would have just gotten in this mindset where I was like, well, I fell off for one day, so it's not worth trying anymore. Like, I guess I'm done. <laughs> and then I just, I would be like completely off of a routine and need to find like an entirely new like thing to focus on um and with you it's just like a couple of days off and then right back on and you've never like you're never negative about it like you're always encouraging and like you are honest with me where you're like yeah like let's let's get you back <laughs> um that's you know, really like back it's, in it's, there yeah like it's the beginning of a week like let's try and like hit all of our goals today like but it's positive encouragement you've never been like negative about it beating me up like kind of berating like not like it's it's crazy to even think about that because it's so far from how you've been so um just like the the kind of space that you hold for me to be a little bit like antsy and and not you know checking everything off perfectly but knowing that I I am going to come right back to it and that it's okay like there's nothing morally bad with having done that and that it doesn't mean that I can't just like work really hard the next day and you know keep building good habits and like everything will be okay and just the fact that like it feels like emotionally doable to do that with you is is amazing. Yeah, and it's not about being perfect at all. Like nobody's yeah. perfect. Nobody can stay on a fitness program 100% perfect. And if you do, you still actually need rest. Like your body actually needs to rest. So, yeah. yeah. Taking those times off, like even if they're not planned, they are part of the plan. So <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. So it's it's more about consistency and getting back on track if you fall off than being perfect all the time. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you wanna add to your experience that you want to talk about? Um I I mean I feel like we've covered so much. I know we have. I think yeah. No, I think that pretty much covers it. Like I just I, I can't thank you enough for just being so encouraging and just giving me like all of the tools to do this. Um, I guess like the one other thing I'll say kind of in that vein is that like, it is the kind of thing where like, I think you get out what you put in. And like, so there are months where I've been like so on top of it. And those are the months where I do really see like big changes month to month. And then there are other months like this past one where, you know, like in the month of September, it's like my birthday, my now husband's birthday, our <laughs> wedding. And then also like I had like a death in my family, unfortunately. So it's just been like an insane month. <laughs> and I feel like probably, I don't know, 12 out of the 30 days in September, I will have like done my workout and hit the macros as prescribed, but like, that's okay. Um, but I, I think it is the kind of thing where it's like you get out what you put in. And so like nobody should be perfect, but it's also like the kind of thing where you are going to put work in and then you're going to be really proud of yourself for it. And it's just all positive. And I think that's such a nice kind of counterpoint to so much of the messaging that we see, especially as women of like, 
you're, you know, just all of this like negativity around bodies and stuff like that. And like, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm, not at all. <laughs> and it's just been such a delight to work with you because like, you're not like that and you're so positive. And I think that we could all use a lot more of that positivity around this kind of stuff. So, well, thank you. And I actually have to throw yeah. that right back at you because you have been so positive throughout all this. And I know that there have been plenty of times where you felt a little down or you fell off track and you're like, oh no, like I'm not doing my best. And you've always come back with such positivity and drive. And it's been an absolute pleasure working with you because you've just been this bright little thing. That's just like, I'm back, I'm back again. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep doing this. And I, I just love that about you. So thank you. Well, thank you. It's been so fun to to chat with you. It's been a blast. So what would you say to someone who's on the fence about starting my my program? I mean, I'm sure everybody you talk to says this. I would just say, just do it. Um, (laughs) Like the minute you talk to Kier for the first time, honestly, if you're listening to this, I think you already know that. (laughs) But the minute you talk to her for the first time, you're just like, oh, like this is a person who's like, 100% on my team Um, and you know I think like going into it just feeling confident that that you know you're gonna get awesome results if you put the work in but it's also gonna be in a healthy way and maybe that means that it's gonna be take a little bit longer or be like a little bit more subtle than something that's more kind of restrictive or more intense but in the long run like life is not about just like spending every day trying to change something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, it's just, if you're going to do something like this, like Kira's the perfect person to do it with. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate (laughs) you coming on here. I know it's been a busy, busy month for you. Um, But thank you so much for your time and thank you for your kind words. And uh, I just love you and I cannot wait to keep making progress with you. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. Did you know that there is a path of least resistance to shedding unwanted body fat and building lean muscle with a lot less stress and frustration than you probably currently already have? Girl, I totally get that and I've been there and there's been so many coaches and programs that have claimed that they could help me but they never really did and I didn't know why. I always tried to fit myself into those programs and those styles of eating and training that seemed to work for everybody else, but never worked for me. And I finally realized that the reason it wasn't working for me was because I was way shorter than the average person that those programs were made for. I'm five feet tall exactly, and I wasn't truly training and eating in a way that aligned with my own body. You see, height plays a role into how many calories we need, how many calories we burn, how much we can safely lift and realistically lift, and our height has a profounding impact on how much we believe in ourselves. So if you are ready to fully accept your short height and let go of those standard programs created for an average-sized person and let go of your self-sabotaging patterns to find ease in your healthy lifestyle, then you absolutely need, need, need to apply for my one-on-one coaching program for women under 5'3". What I have found after going through my own personal fitness journey, going from just an average plain Jane short girl to bikini competition champion and published swimsuit model, 
and naturally recovering from exercise-induced amenorrhea and also working with so many petite women over the years in the online space, I found that there are three levels of accountability that we need throughout our health and fitness journeys. From absolute beginner to busy babe, absolutely tired of trying to figure this all out on her own, to advanced macro counting fitness junkie who just wants to touch base from time to time, there is absolutely a level of accountability and strategy for every type of short girl out there. So open your web browser and go to funsize.life slash coaching to figure out which one of my programs is best for you to live a healthy lifestyle that's customized just for you.